G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Sometimes we prefer to stick with what we have, our current circumstances, even when things aren't all that great, rather than step out on an uncomfortable journey to an uncertain destination. But if you want to follow Jesus, well, the status quo is pretty much not an option. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and thank you for joining me again. Today we're going to be taking a look at the uncertain destinations that Jesus calls us to from a different perspective. One of the greatest tragedies of the 20th century, in fact, any way you look at it, one of the greatest tragedies in history is the genocide of six million Jews during World War II. Can you picture that? Six million rounded up in Poland, in France, right across occupied Europe, put in ghettos, mistreated, and then trainload after trainload were sent off to unknown destinations, never to return. Train rides were incredibly uncomfortable, herded as they were into freight and cattle wagons. And then they would arrive at concentration camps, Birkenau, Auschwitz, Bergen-Belsen, to be led into delousing chambers, naked, stripped of all their possessions and clothing and jewellery, where they were systematically gassed, their bodies further robbed of any gold fillings, and then incinerated. It is an inconceivable outcome, an outcome that began with an uncomfortable journey and an uncertain destination. Sometimes we can feel that our life's on a course like that. Now, look, I'm not making light of the Holocaust and I don't want in any way to diminish the repulsive horror of what took place. But in a sense, I guess you know what I'm talking about. We're on this journey and on any journey, some things are going to be okay and other things are going to be an absolute disaster. And when we're on a train heading towards an uncertain outcome, the uncertainty itself can make us shrivel up inside. We humans hate uncertainty. We want everything to be under our control so that we can make sure that we head to the right destination. It may be that your job's going just fine, your kids are fine, your finances are fine, but your marriage, well, it's anything but fine. What's going to happen? How's it going to turn out? What can you do? Will it ever change? If it's not your marriage, it could be your job or your finances or your health or your children. At any point in life, there's some part of our lives that's in transition from A to B, from the certain to the uncertain. Well, here's what I believe. In fact, no, no, here is what I know. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Israel was at the point of hopelessness, 70 years in exile, in slavery under the mighty nation of Babylon. All hope was lost. They felt that God had deserted them, but in reality... He was punishing them for their unfaithfulness to him. But as the 70 years came to an end, God spoke to them through the prophet Isaiah to tell them that the one thing they'd been hoping for, a freedom and a return to the promised land, was about to happen. Now for most of them, you see, they'd been born in captivity. The word of God spoken through Isaiah spoke of an uncertain journey. Sure, they may well have been slaves, but at least they knew what that was about. They knew how it worked. It was certain. They knew what tomorrow would bring. But this going back to Israel, how could that ever happen? What would the Babylonians do? Would it be like the Egyptian army all those centuries before who'd come after the freed Israelites and, and tried to destroy them? How was this going to turn out? 
So picking up their story in Isaiah chapter 51, beginning at verse 4 today, and hearing what God has to say to them to get them focused on the blessing that he's about to bring upon them. God says, listen to me, my people, give heed to me, my nation, for a teaching will go out from me and my justice for a light to the peoples. I will bring near my deliverance swiftly. My salvation has gone out and my arms will rule the peoples. Even the coastlands wait for me and for my arm they hope. Lift up your eyes, look at the heavens, look at the earth beneath, for the heavens will vanish like smoke, the earth will wear out like a garment and those who live in it will die like gnats. But my salvation will be forever, and my deliverance will never come to an end. Listen to me, you who know righteousness, you people who have my teaching in your hearts. Don't fear the reproach of others, and don't be dismayed when they revile you. For the moth will eat them up like a garment, and the worm will eat them like wool. But my deliverance will be forever, and my salvation to all generations. Several times in this chapter, God uses a short, powerful verb. He says, listen, listen to me. Just stop. Remember me. I'm God, the God who created those heavens, the God who created the earth. Have a look around. Stand back. Look at the big picture. Remember who I am and listen. And the first one of those listens we just read is, listen, my deliverance is coming. It's that simple. And the second one is, look, don't be afraid of the reproach of others. Don't be dismayed when they revile you, because I'm your God and I'm mighty to save and my deliverance will last forever. Now, I don't know quite what twists and turns your life's taken so far or what twists and turns lie ahead, but this one thing is for certain. God's deliverance is coming. And when he decides to deliver you and to bless you and to get you through to the other side of what you're travelling through at the moment, it's going to be a mighty blessing. Now, friend, I've read my Bible front to back at least a dozen times. I've looked everywhere, and there's not one place where I can find that God tells us not to put too much faith in him. I don't care what's going on in your life at the moment. Cast it all on him. Towards the end of World War II, the Allied forces were sweeping across Germany, searching out the farms and the houses, looking for snipers. At one of the abandoned houses, almost a heap of rubble, Searchers with flashlights found their way down into the basement. There on a crumbling wall, a victim of the Holocaust had scratched a star of David. And beneath it, in rough lettering, the message, I believe in the sun, even when it doesn't shine. I believe in love, even when it's not shown. And I believe in God, even when he does not speak. My friend, that's the sort of faith and the confidence that you and I can have when we hear God say, listen. Remember who I am. I am coming to deliver you. And remember the poignancy of what that Jew wrote on that wall. He went to the gas chamber. He didn't make it. And yet his confidence was in his God. If you put your trust in Jesus, if you believe in Jesus who transitioned from heaven to earth, from the earth to the cross, from the cross to the grave, and from the grave back to the earth, and from the earth back into heaven, if you believe in that Jesus, then for you there is a light at the end of the tunnel. No person, no man, no woman, no child who believes in Jesus is on an uncertain journey. Sometimes God brings his salvation quickly. Other times he delays because he has a much bigger plan. Remember, not all of God's plans revolve around you and me. I know we sometimes think that they do, but God specialises in hitting many birds with one stone. His plans and his purposes don't put us at the centre of the universe, and that's easy to forget. Oh, God, why is this happening? What's going on? When am I going to get to the other end of this? How's it going to turn out? They're all good questions, 
But his thoughts aren't our thoughts. His ways aren't our ways. He works things out according to his plans and his purposes in his time. But let me tell you this. His salvation isn't too far away. Listen to me, my people. Give heed to me, my nation. I will bring near my deliverance swiftly. My salvation has gone out and my arms will rule the peoples. Hey, that's good news. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. It's that certainty, that trust, that faith, that hope that shines a light into the darker days. That's what gives us the courage and the will to keep going and to get through this time of transition. Okay, the future seems uncertain. The outcome seems uncertain. Most times, honestly, only God knows. But the very fact that he does know is what brings joy to my heart when I'm going through one of those awkward times of transition. I've never, ever regretted putting my hope in God. Sometimes he hasn't delivered me in the way or in the time frame that I would have liked, but what he has done is he delivered me at the right time, the right way, having achieved his plans and his purposes. Friend, whatever you are going through right at this moment, I assure you this, that in Christ there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We love sharing the gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with God. So before I go, I'd like to tell you about our free daily devotional to help you be all that God made you to be. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free and delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen or even watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. It's God's word fresh for you each day. To receive your free devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the Fresh e-devotional sign up right there for you. As a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to the website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address again, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.